All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to real life, everyone. <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Welcome into episode... Uh, 373. 373 of the Real Life Podcast. Tyler, J, Bag Milk, Wanye, Chalmers. Three of us are in studio. Two of us on a nice Zoom call. Um, we're brought to you by the HGA group, as always. Jay is eating an entire chicken salad. Yep. Trying to mix one in here quickly. Yeah. Operation keep it tight. Always in effect. Mm-hmm. Playoff runs coming. Got to treat the temple. Yeah, you got to. Got to get my greens in me before it's uh, nothing but pizza and beer for three months. That's what I was saying too. Like I know this Friday at our staff party, we're going to have a good time. But aside from that day, I am not drinking until the playoffs start. I can, which is only a week. I recognize that. That's like three days. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't haven't been to Roger's place in two and a half years. I'm so excited. So excited. You're excited for one of those beers. Not just the beers. I'm excited to go to a game. I'm excited to hang out. I'm excited to go out and get a little silly post game. It's going to be fun. I think we're going to have well, a good Let's talk time. this through, Bag Milk. Go we don't it. want to focus on the thing that society is currently going through. No, because I feel like enough people are talking about the thing all the time. Mm-hmm. But you haven't been to a game at Roger's Place in two and a half years That's because right. of the thing. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to go. So yep. walk me through this because I know you're a smart guy. Yeah. I'm not I just, it's bad. I'm just, just understand. I want to understand. <laughs> We uh, we just kind of threw it out to the nation staff. If you want to go to the game against Vancouver on Saturday or Friday, I should say, yeah. we got some tickets. We can get some tickets and we can go together as a group. We didn't get to do yeah. our, our holiday party over Christmas uh, because yeah. of the thing. So yeah. I'm just. Because ex- I got the thing. Yeah. Jay got the thing. <laughs> 
So I'm just excited to go. Well, it had you not, it was, it's, it's going around. Somebody was going to get the thing. That's mm-hmm. what the thing is. Yeah. And then just, you know, we went to Calgary a few weeks ago and I got to go to my first NHL game since we were down in Vegas pre thing. And it was just a great time. And I'm excited to hang out with nation staff and go to a game at Rogers place and then end up at the pint and get a little silly. And, you know, it'd be so fun. Do we think fun that going to a game possess presents any less or more danger than in the last two and a half years now? Are we redrawing the lines of where danger has to be? Is it time to get on with the show? Both lines of which are totally redrawn. <laughs> the lines have been redrawn, hey, my Chalmers. boys. Oh, Chalmers. Well, it's just also, my it's kind of like, I want, like, sitting in your house and doing you nothing. You didn't start it? the sentence off with, I haven't been to a game in two and a half years at Rogers Place. Your lines were drawn briefly. I know where you stand. I'm asking bag <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, I think that it's, uh, I don't want to just sit in my house anymore. I want to go and do stuff. And I had an amazing time in Calgary and I want to have an amazing time in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Kind of way she goes. Totally valid. Chalmers, thoughts? Playoff mode. And words playoff mode. I gotta go. Like I gotta cheer on the boys. I feel like they need me. Yeah. In my I mind, know. even though I may be overestimating the danger in my own head, I've been having serious conversations with myself, both in the shower and on the toilet for about four days now. <laughs> and I'm like, Wanya, who the hell are you? You're the guy who sold his television to go to a game. Mm-hmm. Like, who the hell are you? You're the guy who didn't say his real name on his hockey blog because you were scared they wouldn't let you go to Oilers games if they found out who you were. Who the hell are you? You're the guy that in 2017, I ran breathlessly into Jay's office and said, I got a brand new credit card. Let's go to all the away games on the road. <laughs> and we did. And it took me until like 2019 to pay them shits off. Yeah. Even if it is going to kill me, I think I'd rather die than not go to Oilers playoff games. Because the crazy thing about 2017 is if you said to me, you would not be able to physically attend a game for five years in the playoffs. That well, is some dystopian shit. And that's just it too. Like we had the bubble playoffs, which count them or not. Right. Yeah. And then they had last year, no don't, fans in I mean, the building. They count, but they don't count the plans that count, but don't count. Exactly. And then last year against Winnipeg, no fans in Fuck. the building. Mm-hmm. It's just this city when the playoffs are on is an amazing place to be being at Rogers place. When the Oilers are in the well, Stanley this is never Cup. up for debate, but from like a public health perspective, it is an extremely risky activity to do. Yeah. Unless you think Bill Gates invented this to sell microphones. But you may have it does pose a risk going into a building with 16,000 screaming rabid fans. Mm-hmm. Sure. But it's a risk you're willing to take. Yeah. Because we haven't had for it none of this so preseason long. bullshit or for fucking Taylor Hall getting his 23rd goal of the season. But maybe for playoffs. Yes. And the city is electric. And we and haven't had a clip. I'll years. be like, well, I went out the way I wanted to go. Bitch. Playoffs. The, pl- the city is starting to feel electric, though. I, I think starting you're starting to see starting flags to get the popping up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just, there's no way I could go through a playoff run where I'm allowed to go to Rogers Place and not go. It's the best time of year, man. Oh. The weather's turning, car flags are coming out. It's playoffs. It's uh, it, him trying to eat a salad to keep it tight. It's like, when in the year is the proper time to try to keep it tight? Because there's always something. <laughs> there's always something going on. Christmas? No, no, don't. Try to do it over and then, oh, spring, getting ready. And then you got yourself some Easter and Easter goes and messes it all. Oh, man, I have eaten a million mini eggs. It's It's, it's, It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So I get I I just come to the the um, understanding that I'm always going to never be in shape (laughs) and uh, will enjoy the things that come every month that ruin it. You know, like playoffs. I, you, we're going to be drinking. Playoffs don't come every month. This is a thing, right? No, but that's no, but but every day. 
there's something different is what I'm saying. And right now it's yeah, playoffs. Nothing is good and for playoffs. No. So I'm going to need a lot of playoffs. Chalmers, for fuck's sake. So I mean, don't tell me your F1 races or whatever you're into these days are better than Oilers playoffs. <laughs> nothing is it was better very exciting. than Oilers playoffs. I don't think I, don't think I even alluded race to Sunday, anything wasn't it? being better than Oilers playoffs. <laughs> the only thing. Not Masters, I, I am in spring, a, and then well, Oilers playoffs. It's the best. Yeah, Ma- the Masters best. doesn't Masters doesn't get playoffs. get me off like wanting to like get absolutely drunk and crush pizza till three in the morning. Like that's yeah. that's a different like maybe like some daytime game, beers, game, but like, like you get up in the morning, like you have something to do with it. Like you got to be ready. Oh, you yeah. got to get ready for playoffs. Yeah. Well, so I don't, the I, don't key, know if you, I don't know if you guys are feeling the same way I am, but with Oilers playoffs and the fact that we didn't, I didn't do this last year when playoffs run. I watched every. Every single game. I watched all four of the Oilers games <laughs> be every. In, in my basement with my family where two yeah. years ago, three years ago, it was get together, get together, get Damn. together. Yeah. Every single it was night. awesome. And, it was and, the best. And I feel this pent up, this pent yes. up energy inside of me. That if I'm not going to the game, I'm going to be calling people at like noon. We're going to be group text messaging. Where, what God are damn. we doing? I want to see and Cowboy I'm Chris. So Cowboy jacked. Chris is coming back. He promised me. Oh, he's back. He's back. I've already got somebody. If you saw my rip outfit, you know, that's all new gear. And we are Cowboy Chris is a little yellow. So I'm going to grow out the facial hair a little bit more. So I look a little more okay. rustic, you know. That's what and, I'm talking uh, about. I'm just yeah, he'll be people there. People were so pent up after the 1918 pandemic traumas. They invented jazz and heroin. <laughs> What's going to come day, out of this one? Yeah. Within like the tail end of the 1918 pandemic, everybody had been gotten into both. Yes. I feel like that's made up. I just it is not look it up. Jazz didn't start until the early 20s and heroin wasn't popularized. <laughs> look it, look it, look it up is my favorite. Look Google it up. Google them shits. Well, Look it up. you can Google, you can Google when was jazz created. That's I did. <laughs> um, what do you got? 1872 by Chubby Checker. 1892 <laughs> by Buddy Bolden is when some Ooh, say close. Buddy Bolden in 1892. That's awesome. a jazz name. That's a big jazz name. Yeah. Uh, that's when this one article says it originated. Um, but there is something called the jazz age one. Yes. Yeah, so I think that's what like te- technically. Yeah. When was the jazz age? There we go. When was the jazz age? Uh, yeah, 1929 is when it would have ended. So, yeah, that's coming. Uh, Chalmers, the first rap 20s. in a commercial song was Debbie Harry in Heart of Glass. Yeah, I wouldn't Debbie consider Harry. her a rapper. Mm-hmm. Chalmers, you know, I'd love to go to a playoff game with you, be it at a bar or at the game itself. I as well would love to do it with you, Bag Milk. We'll do it as many times as we can. Well, the, I think the real question is, Wanye, are you going to go to a playoff game? I'm very highly going to go to playoff games. <laughs> so is that a yes? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds yes. right. Yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have the technology to make it happen. We don't get to hang and I get it. I'm sorry, buddy, but you got to understand. What about road playoff die. games? Wanye? I have to sort my passport out. Oh, well, that sounds it. like a pretty big hurdle. Well, I got to renew it. I just, oh, okay. Oh, oh, really? Really? That's I, thought was like, I thought it had been like pay the hundred bucks and you can get it in 24 hours. Yeah. That's casual. Uh, talking. Yeah. Have you, do you guys watch the news or read newspapers? Uh, getting your passport right now ain't exactly the easiest thing in the world. Why supply Why, chain? What happened? Uh, parent, no, just because there's so many people getting back to traveling and so many people let their passports go like delinquent uh, or, or, or expire <laughs> that there's a mad rush at, at, uh, at the passport office to get them in. I guess the lines are like two times as long, but JR is right. You can pay an exorbitant amount of money. Connor can block a shot without flinching for crying out loud, Wanya, you bitch. 
You can do it. I believe. Canada Place it. opens at 8.30 a.m. Get in line. Just pay, pay the express fee. you saying, Jay, that if I'm passport ready, you would go to road playoff games? Well, we're going to tease, I think. New here. baby there, and everything? Tease. We there might, tease, there yeah. might be what I'm a, saying, man. There might what? be a circumstance that a certain travel partner is working on a way to create the travel package needed to go watch the playoffs, and we're going to help promote that. But TBD wow. is all in flux because you don't know where it's going to be, even though we know it's LA and we just need, and we don't know when the games are. Uh, so it's, but stay tuned. We everyone. Know it's LA. It's very good. There, there's a lot. There, there's LA needs one there's, point in their final two there, games. There is a chance that there, that there, we're going to be that, uh, that we're going to be partnering with a company that's putting on a, a, a trip that we're going to, uh, join, promote. Um, promote, and there's uh, a lot of business to conduct in LA. There's a lot of convincing reasons, but there's a very new baby at the Downton household. Oh no, no, I've got, uh, I've been given the green light. Full green light privileges. Full green light. I've been, I've been a very good uh, baby daddy. Um, earning my brownie points. Surveyor Brett, please clip. I've been a very good baby daddy. Thank you. Uh, and eleven oh five mark. And uh, uh, understands how important this is. And how we have a very good support LA network. Great shot. Four hours. Four hours. No, it's Jinx. three. You owe me kiss. Three hours. That's why I said three. Three, three. It goes three, three and a half, uh, depending which direction you're going. Uh, so there's there's some moving parts uh, to it because trying to bring cost low, uh, but there's some interesting developments on it. So if this package can come together, Thanks. we find out here soon. Uh, we'll help our, uh, the, our partner will launch it and we'll help them uh, promote it and we'll try to fill this thing. And, uh, you know, we'll kind of come, come up with a, our mission down there will just to be, to be the content Kings and try to really I'll be like the green man suit. I'll be the fucking hazmat suit guy. What up? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Question mark. Bag milk international is ready to go. I checked my passport. I, I did it myself a smart thing and I got a 10 year one a few years ago. I'm ready. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, me too. Too. I, did, yeah I did that in 2013. Wow. Oh, you're right at the end. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I was like, wow, my, will, you, I, will I be alive when this thing expires? Though, well, I wonder if there'll be a global pandemic by the time this thing expires. Huh? What's that? I just said that. Did you fill all the pages? Oh, yeah. She's, um, she's got a lot Pretty on there. Close. Yeah. She's got a lot of, yeah. A lot of, lot they of make you give the old one back and I'm like pissed. I'm like, I want to keep my old oh, one. Oh, I've got my old one. They just cut the corner. They just cut the corner off. I cut my old one. They don't do that anymore. Oh, I did well in 2013 or whatever I did. Yeah. Oh, it was the good old days. I got, that's where I got all my Southeast Asia visas in it. Those are cool. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept that one for sure. Because I might. Was it I had Lau or Cambodia? Clothes. Which one like added a stamp the size of a page? It looked like so. There's cool. a couple. Cambo- Cambodia, Cambodia does. Had a visa like that. I, Lau, yeah, Lau does too. Yeah, they both did. And then also Vietnam like, did does. Did you go bag milk? Sorry, bag. Sorry, Jake. No, that's it. Oh, did you go to the Cambodia-Lao border bag milk where you go across by boat? Yep. Yep. <laughs> They just take your passport. Yeah, it's wild. I went into the other side. I went into a visa run in Burma as well, or Myanmar now, um, where they just you cross the border and this guy just takes your passport and he's like, "I'll be back in an hour." And you're like, "Okay." And you just kind of sit in. You just kind of sit in this little coffee shop for an hour, trusting that how many random gentlemen will come back with it. Yeah, how many duplicates do you think that they can sell in the black market? Do you think they can make the sell? There's like yeah, there's like twenty bag milk sold around. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very valuable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So playoff mode. So playoff mode. Should we talk about the last couple of games? Should we, well, should we talk some oh, hockey here, boys. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about 
them clinching Friday night in oh. the m- most perfect way imaginable. It's a Friday night. Oh, Everyone's yeah. feeling good. The city is a buzz already because the weather's turning. There's people out and about. I was downtown. The lines for the bars were long. And then to clinch against the best team in the conference in the fashion in which you beat them was just the cherry on top of the clinch miss Sunday. Uh, clinch was right. Friday. How about, how about Connor McDavid playing chess, not checkers, taking out the backup goalie first shift, eh? Just in case. Yeah, Pavel Frankers takes one on the bench. Oh, we almost had an e-bug. My God. Well, and, we, and, and almost, you know what? We we probably played well enough to have the e-bug come and join. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good is game. That was Connor good McDavid's game. highest output season of his entire career? Like, after yeah. this, is this... Top Connor. Yeah, he, I think did he ever. do that on, on Friday? Did he pull well, like that off? He set a career high. Wanya, you're asking if he'll ever beat Going this? Going forward. Yes. He'll never beat this year. Oh, right? I think he will. What we're witnessing yep. this, is this Connor's best yeah. year he's ever. He's got 130 plus in him for sure. Yeah, like, I, think he he's still yeah. Got, I think he's still got two years better than it, this. That, 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 uh, and granted, you know, we're going to, we, we, we did not like our lives during the roller coaster dip. Uh, no, you remove that of December. Uh, so if you, yeah, but also it might be, uh, that might've been needed to get to where we are today. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, uh, so depending on what you look at, but so coaching. you remove that and he just performs half ass during that. He's probably one thirty already. Connor McDavid currently, as we're recording this on Monday, is three points up on Jonathan Huberdeau with a game in hand. Oh, no, are the same games? Because Connor missed one, I think. Same games. Yeah, okay. Three 15-game point streaks this season. Like, that's just preposterous. If Connor putting up nine, <laughs> or no, eight points in his last three games isn't his version of telling Huberdeau to piss off, then I don't know what is. You know? Since the coach Johnny Goo in the mix. Uh, Johnny Goo might win here. the heart, though. I'm ah, betting on it. Since buddy, the it's coaching change, as much as as much as okay. I hate Calgary, that's what he's doing yeah. right now. Is his, his case is very no, solid. No, as long as no. it's not Austin Matthews, fade, yeah. fade Matthews. This I can cheer for my opponent's best player. NFL fan bullshit, where you respect the game, not the team. You can't respect Calgary's best player. Come on. In the intro to this very episode, you talk about liking Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> that was taken out of context. Oh, uh, was it? <laughs> I meant romantically. I don't I'm think not so. In his hockey games and chef. I'm talking in romantically. I, hey, I, I, sure. I want, I want you for, I want you for to break down something that Jr. told me. You three to break out something that Jr. told me. I want you to explain this betting for the heart that you ex- tried to explain to me the other day, where Matthews I, is such a runaway favorite that you. The bet should be called fading, fading, stupid Leafs fans. That's what it should be called (laughs) because it's because of these Leafs fans. They have flooded the heart market. So they've all bet on Matthews to win the heart, which has adjusted the odds. So he is such an odds on favorite because they have to adjust with how the money gets spent, which has opened up great odds for McDavid, Huberdor, uh, Huberdor, Huberdor, Jesus, (laughs) Huberdor. Uh, the Uber dude, Goudreau and Shesterkin. So uh, it's, it's bet on those four horses thinking that, you know, that, 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 that Leafs fans are dumb and fade the Leafs fans. And I, I feel really good about it. I've, 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 I've personally been pretty aggressive on this, but be advised. Don't do it. Don't listen to me, but I've aggressively chased this just because I don't think Matthews is heartworthy. If you look at, the case of even, like I said, you look at Goudreau, who's like plus minus, whatever, whatever you want to, you know, view that stat as good or bad. Like the difference between him and Matthews is immense. 
because he's leading in the top five scores. He's leading plus minus. And I, and, and so is Hubert or he's beating uh, Matthews at that. So is uh, McDavid. Then you look at their point totals greater than Matthews. Then you look at the fact that, uh, and then you go back to Goudreau and you look at his five on five scoring, which is greater than like the, well, the entire league by a lot. Like there's a lot of things supporting the other cast um, or the other, other, other uh, candidates than, than Matthews. I think it's just people just so excited. Leafs fans just so excited that Matthews has a chance that they're all betting on it because they're betting with their hearts. And I respect that because I do that every day. And right. so it's, it's an created idea, an edge. I believe it's give, unlocked an ultimate edge. To give you the idea, right <laughs> now, the, the winner of the Hart Trophy, the odds are Austin Matthews is a minus 250. Yeah. Unbelievable. So it's then changing next, now. Now the market's well, reacting. Yeah. It was minus 350 when I started making my bets. But anyways, go ahead. The next best, I'm only going to do the top five. Yeah. The next best is Connor McDavid at a plus 300. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Huberto plus 900. Johnny Goudreau plus 1300 and Igor Shostorkin at my, plus 3000. Yeah. So depending where you be like, yeah, so it's, so I was able to get uh McD- McDavid at plus 400. I was able to get Hubador, uh, <laughs> Hubador, Jesus. Why can't you say it? Come on, Jay. <laughs> I don't Humidor. Jonathan Humidor. Huberto. Huberto. Yeah, I got Huberto at plus 1400. I got Gugu at plus 2000. And I got Shesterkin at plus two thousand. You put money on Johnny Gugu winning. I just, just like a like a like a hedge fund manager. I just, yeah, yeah. I just, I just played. I, I diversified. I diversified. So it's it's game. So if McDavid wins, I still win some money. But if the other three win, I win a ton of money. And a ton is like to me a ton of money for betting. I don't bet big, but like this is my biggest bet of the year. Now. Once again, be advised. Don't do it. I'm doing it. I just think it's the most hilarious opportunity because Leafs fans are just flooding the market. It's just unlocked an edge and the books had to react to it. You keep saying that you keep saying that, but do you know, like, do you know, do you have, it's all, I I could be, so my bias in this, and you always have to disclose your bias when you're, when you're uh, describing your models. And this is clearly a very intense, Michael barrier, intense, very intense model. (laughs) My bias is I'm an anti Leafs fan. So that's a pretty significant bias in all this. But if you really break it down, the winners, honestly, the, the winner should be Shesterkin, but it's tough for a goalie to win. It should be Shesterkin. That guy is yeah, insane. But, but I think you could argue that every year, the true most valuable player is the best goalie in the league. That's the guy. Yeah, who yeah, steals so, the so, most games, so, right? so then they have to go above and beyond that, which yeah, I think fair. Shesterkin has. So he deserves to be in the conversation. So I, I, I think like if you're really, I think it needs to go to him, but then obviously I'm biased and I want McDavid, but I, you know, I'm just hedging just in case. Cause Florida is a pretty powerful story. Huberto is, is, is basically going blow for blow from with McDavid for points. And then you got Johnny Gugu has got like 87, five on five points, yeah. which is oh, pretty impressive. Despite being terrible. Exactly. It's like playing for the flames, which once again, I guess you might have to respect that. I don't know. So it's, it's an interesting thing. And, and you know, I, I don't know how, like I, the other thing I don't know enough about uh, is I don't know how the voting works in terms of, I know it's all the professional hockey writers that do it, but is it like, is there equal representation or are they like, or like 70% of them in Ontario? 
Who uh, who's in charge of the Professional Hockey Writers Association? Jay? That'd be Frank Cervalli, but I can't talk. Like he can't. He we can. can't. And we can't have this work, conversation. I know, but we. Remember. But he can't. He have. We can't have that conversation. So that's the whole and thing. Who's in charge of that company again? <laughs> you. So technically, the guy who works for you is in charge of that. Like, because I was listening to the rundown and 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 uh, uh, they were just talking about it as a topic, and, yeah. and and so and Frank can't say who I would bet on. So, and, and that's been something Frank and I've talked about a lot with all the awards. Like when we do our show oh, together you know too, cause you're on a show with him. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Whoops. Um, the, the thing we've talked about is like, even Frank can't go as far as to like give out his ballot beforehand. So like today we we're previewing the Selkie and Frank said like, you know, he thought this is Bergeron's to lose. And when I asked him about the rest of his ballot, he was kind of like, ah, I like, can't go that far, but like, here's one guy who's interesting. So like he can't even really go out and just be like one two three four five that's my ballot because that's frowned upon yeah yeah and so I, I respect that so I don't as much as just like I try to get Gregor to give us Oilers nuggets uh, Frank is a black box mm-hmm. uh, with that stuff because he is a he's he 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 is the definition of the P of the PWHA professional professional mm-hmm. so we clinched Friday yeah playing. What's the best, arguably the best team in the NHL right now? Yeah. They are missing Randon and Landeskog for this game, but we're not no. going to we're no, not exactly. going to sit there and, no. and and overlook that. You know, whatever. It's a good feel good story. But then we go into Columbus. Everybody, anybody else have real real letdown? Uh, that's fine. That, 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 they're mo- emotional fatigue. <laughs> like that's uh, you, you know. You gotta, I, I almost I almost bet on Columbus because I was like I, the Oilers are going to have a tough time winning this game because it's at 11 a.m. It's essentially like 36 hours from their clinchmas game. You know the emotions were high. You know, uh, you know the team w- put everything that they had into clinching on Friday. Celebrated. So, yeah, well, and yeah, and as they should, right? And so, like the 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 writing was on the wall that that was going to be a tough game. Well, now, like killing off twenty three straight penalties. Right? Now, having said you know that, they still should have won that game. The officiating yeah. was it was a weird sure. game, and that, they still they, they still should have won it. They were just sloppy. But All yeah, the puck fine. choices were just like they were throwing blind passes, yeah. area passes to no one in it's particular. Fine. They're they're just whatever. They're just tired. All you have to do is they have to win one game or get two points uh, over the next three games, and they're good. The big loss yeah. came in my betting account, Chalmers. I uh, probably went a little heavier than probably necessary oh, on Sunday morning. I, I was feeling it. good about it. I didn't touch it. I was touching I. F1 and I bet I was betting on what I bet on. I bet on Yamamoto to get a point. That's it. Cause I'm like, I don't even want to bet on the outcome of this game. My F1 bets did not go well either. Oh, I had uh, Verstappen to win and have fastest lap. I had fucking Leclerc to finish top three. Second last lap, he spins out and finishes sixth. Or I, for some reason, was feeling that uh, Ferrari was going to be under pressure with the fact that they were in they a They did. Yeah. They did. I'll tell you one thing I did. To, sorry to take it off, to go down to the F1 well. As I watched the Artin uh, Senna documentary. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. That guy was fucking wicked. Oh, yeah, I've got it on my quee. Yeah, uh, I got a lot of respect. Anyways, um, back to hockey. The most Your hilarious. Quee? Yeah. Shout out to Chris Hunter. All right. The most yep. hilarious, yep. the most hilarious thing in hockey happened last night. <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> I just tell you the hockey gods are against Vegas. Mm-hmm. 1959 on the clock in the third period. San Jose scores to tie to four so to overtime and then wins in overtime. <laughs> Vegas was up by 99% two. chance. They don't win that game. <laughs> Vegas was up by two said. with three minutes left and they blew it. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it, like that's too bad. Their collapse is 
just epic and i love it that's too bad you deserve this vegas you fucking got such early success and then you keep fucking around and trading this and trading that and just creating no loyalty within your lineup yeah and you mismanage your goalie situation you give away the reigning vesna for a song and now you have goaltending issues Oh, it's kind of just poetic to see how this is coming together, but I'm also happy because once they get their shit together, they are a good team. So the fact that they are boxed out of the playoffs is a good thing for us. Michael brought that Buffalo stink with them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, well, and then the Buffalo's record. I, I, I bet you, if you look at the record since the trade, I bet you Buffalo is probably very close, if not slightly better than Vegas. Yeah. And since March 1st, so down the stretch, you could call it. The Vegas Golden Knights are 20th in the NHL in points percentage with a record of 13, 11, and 2. That the Buffalo Sabres it. in that span, 11th in the NHL. There you go. Pretty good. So Eichel was the issue. Yeah. Unlucky. And that, 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 is, one of the, that is one of the few circumstances <laughs> where a block where you treat, like normally the, the team that's trading the Jack Eichel loses that trade every time. Mm-hmm. You can now argue that Buffalo won that trade because Krebs is contributing, Tuck is contributing, and they got some high, like yep. high draft picks. Yeah, they got a first in there as well. I want to share. Speaking of the Sabers, because I've made some good money betting on them recently. Um, they've been a great bet. How about Tage Thompson oh. popping thirty-seven goals this year? Insane. I know this is like That's a little cool. bit more nerdy hockey than we usually get into, but like, how the fuck is Tage Thompson late suddenly bloomer. a forty-goal guy? It's big, unreal. Big guy. That's late late bloomer. He's finally uh, he's got he's yeah. in full control of his faculties, and uh, he is now lighting up the league. Back to the others. I mean, if Are you, we worried if about you really watched him, if you watched him play when he was, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, you knew this was this was coming. If you were, uh, you know, really really deep into watching hockey like I was, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, this is a fucking joke <laughs> that, this guy uh, had a, <laughs> that this guy had a 37 goal season in him in his last 100 games before this year. Sorry. I'll even go a step further than that. Tage Thompson before this season had played 145 NHL games and he had 18 goals in that span. Steroids about Daryl Tyler. Steroids. Uh, no, I'm not worried about Daryl. I think even uh, I think even Woodcroft coming out and doing the oh game one of the playoffs. We'll see. I think that's gamesmanship right now. I think they're. I think if the playoffs would have started on Sunday, Daryl's in the lineup. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Like that, it just looked weird. It looked like, like he the, put it. He was putting weight on it right after. Like that's just a tweak and just maintenance. No rush. Mm-hmm. What is this illness that Puliyarvi has as well? Upset tummy. Uh, yeah, upset tummy for four or five days now. Uh, what do what do maybe he what just do buys and get hoof and mouth hoof and mouth disease hoof and mouth syndrome yeah. maybe oh, he no. just didn't trust himself on a plane tummy's that upset oh yeah the pressurized cabin mm-hmm. last thing you need yeah I don't know what's wrong do with we, you know what I'm noticing now that I've got a newborn child is if we feed her too much she gets sick in the tummy so maybe he ate too much same <laughs> I feel that mm-hmm. how much do we like Woodcroft we he's he's earned the job for us all for next year has he not can oh. I tell you something oh, the yeah. way that guy speaks about the team as well after the game oh, on yes. Friday it's night it's an honor to be an Edmonton Oiler it's an honor to hear you speak sir exactly that's what I was going to get to on Friday night they asked him oh you must be so personally satisfied the way things have gone since you come over as the head coach blah 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 and he's just like oh it's all about the team he didn't say a thing about himself I love the that's dude. culture I love that dude culture he is. He's creating. He's got everyone feeling better. Culture, everyone feeling loose. Cardi B and Offset's daughter. Yes, obviously. Her name's Culture. Mm-hmm. 
the real big turning point for this season almost wasn't even the day Woodcroft took over, although they're fifth in the NHL in points percentage in that span. But remember, he took over and they got, you know, the dead cat bounce, right? Yeah. And they went on that little winning streak. But then there was that stretch where it was the OT loss to Chicago, the home ice Saturday night, 5-2 loss to the Habs, and then they lost 3-1 to Calgary on the Monday. And they were returning home at that point, March 8th. They played on March 9th. And it was like, man, is, is this team going to make like it looked not grim, but they had a hill to climb to, yeah. to get a playoff spot. Yeah. And since that point, the Oilers have gone 16, four and two. That gives them a seven, seven, three points percentage. Good for fourth in the NHL. Little did they know that cat was made of rubber. What he's got the boys rolling. <laughs> Woody, uh, we yeah. call him Woody now. Okay, oh, yeah. the boys yeah, call it. him. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Yeah, well, that's Woody. Woody. Woody's a yeah. There's there's only one nickname there, and I think it's also you know this is maybe maybe I'm reading too much into this. I don't think I am. But when Ryan Rashog puts out a tweet being like, "Hey, has Woodcroft done enough for a long term extension?" and Connor McDavid's agent responds to it and says yes, I think you can read between the lines wow. on that as for how that's the room feels about about Jay Woodcroft. Yeah. yeah, that's good. A happy Connor yep. is a very Oil. relieved Jay. <laughs> yeah. Also, a shout out to our boy, Ben Stelter, 8-0 in the building. My God. <sighs> that guy needs to travel with the team. Mm -hmm. He is just... Unrest. That guy Does is this have, You know, you know, so you know when St. Louis, St. Louis got their uh, push from uh, yep. a little girl? Layla. Um, Layla. I couldn't remember her name. Thank you for that. Um, this has... This has feels to it, bros. This is, uh, and we've got our good. Gloria. Like they, 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 yeah. they, 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 we've got La Bamba. That's bringing like it's. We fired, we fired the coach mid-season. Yeah, yeah. It's all coming together. It's all coming hey. together. I drove hey, into. Ben I, should drop the puck at game one. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Totally. Let's not let's not look past the fact that the one struggle that I felt that we've talked about all season and all we've ever said was you can see it in Smith's body language and the types of saves he makes and the way he plays when he's confident and when his confidence is high and he's riding high, it's coming at the right time. Like I would like to go into playoffs with just having a starter and a backup and not messing around with a two horse system. Yeah. And I just would like to see this next week. I mean, we've got three games. We've got Pittsburgh, we've got Vancouver and we've got San Jose, Vancouver to end the season. Like, should Smith play all three games? No, 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 no. Well, they got back to back two Thursday, Friday. So yeah, Miko gets the last game. Yeah, I go, I go Smith Tuesday, Thursday, and then I go Miko on Friday because it's a meaningless game. And then start, and then start Smith next week in the because playoffs start next Monday. Am I correct? That's right. Yep. Okay, but here's a question. Like I don't Monday Tuesday, we don't know which day the Oilers would start. I don't think anyone would argue that Mike Smith has earned the starters role. But has he yes. earned has he earned a long leash? If game one, let's say game one against LA, Edmonton loses five four in overtime. No, what do you back it depends. Back yeah, end. well, I, I guess it also depends though. Five four. Right? Like okay. let's say he gives up five goals on 35 shots, and it's like not a terrible performance, but there's one stinker in there. Yeah, I know. Right? Right? You let him bounce back. But you if do. it's like if it's okay. five nothing, that's a different then story. You need a spark. Yep. You gotta yeah. let the battler battle, man. Let him back in. He he has earned he has earned the playoff net for sure. And the good 100%. news is is that Miko's playing well, so he's a good backup. Yeah, it's so weird. Like <laughs> our yeah, goaltending, our goaltending sucked a couple months ago, and we have the same guys, but they are completely different. And that's also you know I th I definitely think Woodcroft had a big effect on Miko. I feel like he keeps it loose and and kind of doesn't let him get too down on himself. 
Cause Miko come like Miko kind of gives me that vibe and same was with Mike Smith. Cause he's just such a competitor. He's probably extremely hard on himself. So I, I feel like Woodcroft is really kind of eased a lot of that pressure. And what you're getting is you're getting the best version of themselves. And these guys are fucking dominating. Yeah. Do we want, do we want Mike Smith playing the puck as much as uh, he yes. does behind the net? I mean, yes. he, okay. So has anybody done the analytics on in, you know, over a month, let's just say he comes out of the net, probably three, four times a game more than right? that. And I would say that every four, every fourth or fifth time, he kind of fumbles the puck a little bit and has to fight himself to get back in the net in time. Right. Are we cool with that? Still? As long as he's yeah. making the, yeah, but the, the, his, his, yeah, sometimes he tries to force the issue when it's uh when shit's going off the rails as opposed to like just doing like the safe play. And I think maybe he's, uh, cause there hasn't been knock on wood. There hasn't been those crazy gaffes. Yeah. But you know, one is, I, knocked on wood. I know, but there's, there's one in the chamber. It's live by the sword, by die by yeah. the sword sometimes. But like, it's, yeah. I'm with it. I'm ask with it. Ask his defenseman if they want him to slow down playing the puck. And if they say yes, then I will then say yes. But they will likely say no. He passes to those guys a lot. Like, you got to admit, he's really good at it. Yeah. Yep. Remember but, when Roly was knocking those out in 06? Mm-hmm. Oh my that's God! Did you just relate this Oilers team to the 06 team? Oh, well, that's a that's a big debate. That's my 80s Oilers traumas. The 06 Oilers are my. <laughs> yeah. Oilers. Hey, Bag Milk and Tyler, share the heated debate on Friday's episode of Owen Radio. Rick came out with the bold take that oh, this team, as currently constructed for the Oilers, is better than the team was in 06. There's no debate. Of course, it is. You no think? debate. Two of the best. We have two of the best players. Yeah. with the best player in the NHL and maybe the second or third best player in the NHL on the team at the same time. Maybe the supporting no cast Chris is strong. There's no Chris Pronger and our goaltending is whack, but it is a better team. But was the goaltending not considered a little whack going into the 06 playoffs? Like Roley hadn't proved yeah, himself to course. be that guy. But they weren't breaking NHL records for letting in the first goal and the save percentage of the first shot wasn't like 0.300. Well, but that's but that's all changed. I was just during our like dark days of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, like they were whack going into the playoff run in 06. Really wasn't considered a lead. He was considered old. No, and the Oilers just inched into the playoffs in 2006. What yeah. second last game, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's what three games left? Three games left. Three. How many points does Connor end up with? I said 123. What's, yeah, on what's the out right now? 118? 116. 118. Yeah, I, I can see what? like a 122. Oh, no, no, sorry, 122, 123 range. Yeah, I said 123. I really I hope Leon can catch. I hope Leon can catch. If, if Leon catches that would be. Matthews in the goal scoring, that's definitely the death touch of his heart do chances. You know, do you know what those odds are right now for... Uh, the Rocket Richard, it's Austin Matthews minus a thousand, yeah, and Drysaddle plus five hundred. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does make sense for right now. But the fact that there's even a chance that Drysaddle bet it. Well, he's it what? Is nice. he two back or three four back? back? Three. Back. Th- he's three back, and yeah. we have one three. extra game to play. Yeah, Matthews didn't score last night. That's good. Who who does Toronto, scored in a couple? Who does actually. Toronto have left? Well, he also was like has got like a little bit of an injury, so like. What if they arrest him? No, they won't because they want him to win this. And they know. Well, we've got a bad, we've got a good Pittsburgh team and then two bad teams. So. Uh, Pittsburgh's been shitty lately. Have they? Yeah, they're free falling. And they're, uh, they got a goaltending thing here too because Jari's still listed as week to week, right? So two games left for the Leafs. They've got Detroit and Boston. Uh, <laughs> well, one game, it's definitely point night potential. 
And Edmonton has two easy-ish matchups. Pittsburgh doesn't have Jari, but DeSmith's playing okay. Or playing good. He stopped 52 of 52 the other day. Uh, I hope Drysaddle doesn't catch Matthews because like three months ago, I had my thing where if you bet on both Drysaddle and Matthews to win the Rocket, you would come out ahead of just one of them won. And then Matthews went on his heater, right? So I cashed out my dry sidle bet and decided to just sit and let the Matthews one roll. And now I'm worried. Shame, I'll regret shame, it. shame. Mm-hmm. I, it's I know. A smart. It's a smart. It, it's a, that was a definite brain play. Not That's, a heart. Play. Yeah. It's money yeah. management. It. Yep. But, but now I'm sitting yeah, there and I could you so, have just not said that. So just for the sake of the math here, I put, $30 on Matthews, $30 on dry cycle. Yeah. I cashed out the dry cycle one at that time for 38. So I made $8 off it. Um, oh, good. You're empty math there. I know. Well, Hang I'm, on. Do you want me to check that? I'm, I'm <laughs> simplifying the numbers. Uh, and then I still have this Matthews one at 30 and I could cash it out now for 90 or I could let it ride for 130. Yeah. You let it ride. Yeah. I'd let it do you ride. let it ride yeah, or do you just ride. take the free money? Let it ride. No, but what if Drysdale gets like a Hattie that last night against Vancouver? I'm if, you see, if you the see him, by, uh, if you see him buzzing and he gets one, <laughs> you just hit that cash out button. Ding ding ding. Yeah. Well, then the fact that you went against your hometown team uh, bites you in the ass, and you yep. live with it. Yep. I suppose. Uh, I really hope he can do it. I really I hope yeah. he can do it. It'd be great for Leon to get uh, the Rocker Richard. I, I look. I need to ask Wanye, Elon, mm. Twitter. Wow. Deal done. Let's go. It's the Elon era. Yeah. It just got announced today. $44 billion. I've been offline all day. I haven't had time to check my things. Mm -hmm. So what was the share price? Uh, $44 billion. He he paid 38% over the share price. There you go. That's crazy, man. For him to double his money. Why does he want that? So he, in his list of goals for the site, one of them was defeat bots and authenticate all humans. Whoa. <laughs> that's very Elon. You can some followers, I think. So if he paid 30% most over, that's about... Stuff, most of Elon's companies, he's joined a business that's already in existence and then helped take it to the next level. Yeah. Right? And I Have think you, that what he... Hmm? No, 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 keep going. Oh, no, no, keep going. I think what he, that, okay. <laughs> I, I think what he's trying to do is take Twitter to where it could be in his mind, which is the ability for like people to freely communicate with one another with no censorship linking to ultimately true stuff that's going on around the world and kind of like the utopian view of what Twitter could be. Right. And I think he's like grown dissatisfied using it, but I also think there's part of Elon. He wants to take Dogecoin as payment on it too, which is interesting because he's going to, it doesn't really relate to any of his other companies. Right. But I also think there's part of him that's like the ultimate Twitter lord that's like, now I own Twitter itself, bitches. There's a bit of a flex. Oh, for sure. Did you see the tweets back and did you see the tweets back and forth between him or the text messages, not tweets, sorry, between him and Bill Gates? Yeah, yeah. Really rich people can be really petty, man, right? Like at the end of the day, we're all still in grade 10, right? Yeah. Yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, and I'm yeah. going to give this a cliff notes, and it might, you know, it's, 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 there's, I'm not delving very deep in it, but he just sent a text message to Bill Gates asking him if he still owned half a billion dollars in shorts on Tesla. And Bill Gates was like, uh, well, yes, I have not cashed out that position yet, but I wanted to talk to you about philanthropic uh, endeavors. And basically, 
Elon texting him back saying, I can't take your global, like your climate change platforms very seriously if you have the highest short against the company doing the most to change um, global warming. And he's not wrong. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. No, they're crazy. They're all kind of crazy once they get to that level, right? I was like Elon tweeting that clashing. emoji of the pregnant woman and yeah. Bill Gates alongside it. Fucking, that's the same flex for Twitter that like <laughs> Bill Gates and them don't really get because they're not living and dying with like in case you need to lose your boner fast. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't see that, John? I'll send it to you, John. No. It's coming in our group oh chat. Oh my right god. <laughs> that is billion. That's billionaire when beef right that, there. Was like originally, I thought it was like a poor joke, and then it was actually true. Like, yeah, wow. no, it was. A, I I thought it was a f- like I thought it was one of those ones that I always get fooled with on Instagram, where it's a photoshopped mm-hmm. tweet from a celebrity. But no, that was actually you. God. I used to fall all the time back in the day. <laughs> uh, so this is a picture of Bill Gates in a blue shirt next to an emoji of a man carrying a baby. Yes, um, and it says with Bill Gates having a very big pot belly. And Elon Musk caption is in case you need to lose a boner fast. <laughs> My on God, app, what is going on? The and app, and he, he's and trying to just, buy yeah, on the exactly. app. He's presently trying to buy for $43 billion. Yep. What in the hell are we doing in this world right now? Uh, we are in the upside down. <laughs> uh, so Oilers playoffs, eh, boys? <laughs> I would be interested if this deal's gone through, we're going to find out. I'll be interested to see what Elon makes it into. Yeah. Because it's going to evolve. And if he has no obligation for ad revenue and he has no obligation to any shareholders because he's the shareholder, I think you may see Twitter evolve into something way more useful and valuable to humanity where it does allow fake information to be weeded out and real information to thrive. Twitter's done a lot of good shit, right? Yes. It hasn't been able to kill the bot. Like, right. So, so I guess for somebody that just thinks about the impact that Twitter has on the world, um, like I do for my children and just for people that use it, it's a pretty, it's a pretty dark fucking place. And there's a lot of negativity and there's a lot of things that, you know, the misinformation that gets passed. If he's going to do something about that, then I'm all for this because, you know, I like going on Twitter and, and talking with Oilers fans on an Oilers game day, but I really have no fucking time for pretty much any other part of it. And people that say they go there to get their news, it, it makes me shake my head because I, I say like, the news on there is like 50 50 it's hit or miss it's right or wrong it's it's what you want to believe it can be the thing with twitter though for news is the speed of twitter for news is unmatched right sure sure but but it's 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 a sad state of affairs when i say to them well get your news elsewhere and they say to me yeah but where do i get where where would i get my news from like think about 20 years ago there was like four places to get your news from and they were you know yeah reputable channels facebook is Facebook's newspaper bad. Like all the problems of Twitter have also corrupted Facebook, right? It's like the pe- it, people are the problem, not Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, and so, people so if, are his, the if his if his mission is to somewhat fix that, then I'm yeah, I'm gonna stand, I'm gonna sit back and say I'm all for it. And, and you when know, he's talking about like you have to pay to be authenticated, like two dollars a month or some shit, and if you're not authenticated, it's assumed you're a bot, right? So you'll see blue check marks for every real person on Twitter. Maybe it's a different color. I don't know. But basically, there are estimates that like up to 70% of tweets are fake, right? So if you cut all that toxic, fake bot tweeting shit out, 
it'll be a lot less dark place to be, I think is the intent. We'll see. And you have to pay for that. Yes. And he's going to do away with ads. So then my thinking along those lines is, you know, if everyone on Twitter is paying $2 a month to be there, although that doesn't sound like a lot of money, you may eliminate the at Joseph one, two, seven, eight, nine, six, three, two, who's just Precisely. running around. Even if it's a real person, just running a little burner, that person might sit there and be like, Oh fuck, I'm not paying $24 a year to like do this. It's boring. Yes. I think the intent is like for every Joseph 1463 that's real. There's like 10 bots that aren't yeah. right. They're pretty convincing. It's a weird, weird place to like create malware bots that like tweet weird shit. I don't know. Facebook did a pretty good job of weeding those out. You don't see that many fake people on Facebook. Twitter's yeah. a zoo. Hmm. Before we keep cruising along. As a along. nation, though, oh. Jay, where do you think, like, how could Twitter and social media evolve for the nation to be more helpful? To be like more helpful for us or for us to be yeah, more helpful like, to... How could Twitter help you more, Mr. Business Owner? <sighs> wow. Um, let's, wow. That's uh, not locking us out all the time. Yeah. Not locking helpful. us out. I'm having just, like I'm trying to, to yeah. be able to get better, better customer service, I guess. Right. Or be able to have an account manager. So if you do like, like we're a business and with Facebook, you have business uh, account managers. Uh, yeah. Some might be virtual. You have to like unlock tiers and stuff. So like any kind of service, and that goes for anyone who gets their account locked for some silly reason. There should be uh, easy recourse, like you said. If you're uh, paying though, if you're paying two dollars a month, I think you're entitled to that level of customer service. 100 percent. Right? Yeah. If you're like fake or potentially a fake user, you're not. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like what are like I'm trying to think functionality wise, other stuff. Yeah, like, have, but just but sheer sheer customer really, like, service. Do you like Twitter spaces? Bag milk? Do you like that thing? I don't really care for it. I haven't really played around with it all that much. I can, I think it's interesting to have a bunch of people from different walks of life or different interests jumping in and chatting about it, but I've never really played with it all that much. To be honest, I don't, I'm more of a TikTok guy than I am a Twitter guy these days. So, mm-hmm. well, know. spaces was the answer to Clubhouse, right? Because Clubhouse yeah. isn't a thing anymore, is yeah. it? Yeah. No. I don't think so. Or, or, or it's so not. I don't or it's so. probably still around, but it's just, you don't hear about it. Never it never took off the way Twitter kind of, Twitter was a great platform to try to, to com- create that, to compete with. Um, so space is like, uh, how are we with our like subgroup or what, what's that called? Our community, our community. Uh, I don't think anybody has commented on it since Liam posted a yam emoji on March 24th. Good for Liam job. Liam, I always stayed on the ball. That's nice. Yeah. It was crazy when Twitter, when Oilers Nation Twitter got deleted and it didn't like destroy our site traffic. That blew my mind. Yeah, that was because like we were, we always like, oh, it's such a big refer for traffic. It is, yeah, it is, it is from a social, like from tra- like from traffic that gets referred to from social, but our overall traffic is organic. Yeah, it mostly comes. Not from- many people. Make people learned about us on Twitter yeah. and go to the site directly. Like, and even if you're talking about social refers, Twitter is not it for us. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook's still Facebook. daddy for us. Yeah. Which is interesting because yeah. Twitter, people go to Twitter for news. Yeah. People also go to Facebook for news though. I think it's just a, about your mom. Well, like it's a different demographic of people looking for news. Uh, anyways, we love Facebook because it refers us to a lot of traffic. So thank you, Facebook. 
But, but like, who knows what the next one is? I will either. Well, exactly. And we got to, we got to make sure we play in all the sandboxes. Like, thankfully we got, yeah. you know, Waz on the team who's just been making sure that our TikTok's popping off and staying, staying consistent. People and notice TikTok. People. <laughs> Waz is like, is that what, Waz might be the biggest people, nation celebrity right now. He might Because be. of TikTok. Yeah. Is that what young people say uh, to have your TikTok popping off, Jay? Gary V does. Yeah, buddy. Gary V talks yeah, about having your TikTok popping he off. He is on TikTok. They got 30 He's the height of cool. He is the height of cool. Well, we're talking about making content. I would absolutely appreciate what Gary V's Gary V every time I see him is like the uncle who like, where's his back, his hat backwards and turns his chair around to sit in it backwards when he comes to rap, <laughs> rap with your nephew. And you're just like, what are you doing here, Gary V? Uh, but, Why are but, you still wearing true religions, Gary V? But is, no, does not wear true religions. Uh, but, but, but he's invited to do that. He's not imposing that. People actually think he's cool enough to come and do he's that. He's like two steps away from wearing a bandana under his hat like Jeff Lowe. No, oh, no. how dare you? What a mis- <laughs> how dare you? What a misclassification that is. That is shocking. Hey, young people, you want to rap for a minute? That is shocking about some behavior. cool about some cool new stuff that, that I'm doing. <laughs> well, he my does, Twitter, so, my so TikTok he, popping off. So he doesn't do that. Fine, Chalmers. Yeah, we'll just head like back he to Nexopia with the rest of them. You're, <laughs> well, Gary V. Gary V. is the king. Hoodie the other day. What's that? I have an Exopia hoodie that I got from Nexopia. And like when I wear this thing out, I feel like I'm Bieber because like people talk to me yeah, about it. 100%. I found it balled up in the trunk of my car. I'm excited. If you see me in these uh, streets in my next life. hoodie, don't talk to me. That's yeah. good living. I'm loving Nexopia. Hey, fellow hoodie. young people. It says Nexopia because your mom's on Facebook. It is a fucking prime hoodie. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Shade. Nexopia was no joke, Chalmers. It had 1.3 million users before Facebook launched. I remember when I was going to Nate, so that would have been like 2004. Everybody was on Nexopia. That was the everybody doing what? Fucking around. Same thing you do on Facebook stuff. Same, same, man. Yeah, creeping on chicks, Hmm. making dumb jokes. like, you guys, I mean, come on. Same thing as Facebook, man. Like, you don't know Nexopia? Yeah, no, I don't know Nexopia. Come on. Yeah, but when, when, when it's described as life, some of us went and talked to real girls at the bar. Oh fuck, you were on MSN Messenger. Don't fucking kid yourself. I don't even know what the hell that means. Oh shit. It wasn't your platform. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. They just paged me. That's the only time. Nine one one if they really needed me, you know. Oh God. If you know, you know. I can't believe we had pagers. I feel so embarrassed. I saw a guy straight up the other day with a, the same kind of pager in his pocket with the, with the, the clip hanging out. And I was like, that brought back some memories, man. It was oh cool. man. Then you would page someone, your pager number so they could page you back. So you get the Hell page. Yeah. The desire to be connected. I don't even get it. <laughs> I'm, you had to find a bank. Dude, well, you, there's no cell phones. You I know. Think, or you yeah, couldn't afford you one. You can't, you can't think of a more um, efficient way to get a hold of somebody than to Pay, call them, leave your number so they could call you back. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. It was a height of technology. Yes. My brother had Running a, to a pay phone without the annoyance yeah. of checking your voicemail, which I refuse to do now. There was a short yeah. run where my brother had a pager as well as a StarTac flip phone on the other side. That oh, was, that was wow. He must've been moving living. a lot of cocaine. Oh yeah, absolutely. Holy cow. That's, 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 that's multi-levels of connection. Oh yeah. Sidekicks came out. I thought those I thought would take over. Like, so I thought they were super yeah, cool. Remember, and they had a cool yeah. name. Yeah, they had a, they had a, they had a thing you remember, going. You remember Kelly Rowland? Uh, text yes, Nelly on, on her sidekick. 
Bud on beef, a, you on XL. Yeah, XL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where are you at, Nelly? Why isn't he answering but it's me? Interesting is it sh- all that t- technology shows a desire for people to communicate with each other, right? Mm-hmm. And like whether it's TikTok or whether it's Facebook or sending a page, like there's something from like 1990 till now where there's something in humanity where we want to be in constant contact despite it stressing everyone the fuck out. Right, but you know what the best part of the pager was? If you did, if you knew the number and you didn't want to talk to them, you just don't call them back. That's why I just don't answer my phone now. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but hmm. but there's there is a weird feeling when somebody is calling you and you're not answering it, and you you get that initial reaction of like, are they behind me? And like, are they calling me because they like see me and they're gonna see that I'm like not answering this call? Oh yeah, I've yeah. never thought that once in my life, but now I've never will. ever thought that <laughs> driving in your car and somebody calls you and you do the you do a 360 with your head just to make sure you don't see them somewhere before you don't answer them. Jeez. That's never. The nice part I, that's a that's a level of paranoia, Chalmers. Yeah, that's that ain't me, man. I <laughs> also, just pick up. But. Chalmers on my now that I have an, uh, an Apple Watch, I can just tell it to ignore it without any giveaways. I'm very I'm like a ninja when I'm ignoring it. Oh, that's it. nice. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Just keep that in mind, no, Tyler. No, I'm not a paranoia. I just I pick and choose when I like to talk to people. Okay. Yeah, I, and, and that's my fine. Choice. But it's my goddamn choice. Yeah, that's totally fine. That 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 is not an issue. But it's looking over your shoulder, thinking you that you're kind of thinking that you're being set up. Is this is this a is this a phone button sting? Half the time I get calls now, it's just Service Canada telling me I got a package that's been seized. You know how stressful that is every time. Yeah, or you got <laughs> or you owe twenty thousand dollars in iTunes gift cards. Oh that's, my god! Okay, in the same vein, I'm going to tell you something. So, I don't know if you guys are getting these, but man, are scammers getting bold? Oh, but yeah, they are now texting. Oh yeah, and calling, just being like, you know, the one I got Friday night was like, "Hey Mel, I'm sorry, I'm just having a rough day, and I don't think my flight's going to be on time, so I'll be late." That's it. And I'm just like, that's okay. I'll see you soon. <laughs> and they write back, okay, Mel, is this Kylie? And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm Mel. Are you Kylie? And then they just kept <laughs> asking me questions. And I, I basically, they ended up blocking me, but. And then you um, gave them a credit card number. Are you sure this was a scam or was this just someone who had the wrong number and was trying to connect with their friend? Chalmers? Oh, you would think, but did you look over so, your shoulder? Yeah. I had somebody. Like, are from you North Mel? Korea. What was your high school or what elementary school did you go to? What was the first yeah. color of your car? <laughs> Somebody from North Korea the other day, like the very first one I ever got, I texted with them and I was being nice. I'm like, oh man, I really heard it. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. And they went down this whole story. Like, yeah, you know, my wife is. Hold on, Charles. What the and fuck I'm are you like, talking about? You're getting texts from North Korea about what? Straight up on WhatsApp <laughs> and text from numbers with, with crazy, with crazy um, area codes. And they just yeah. always say the wrong name. And then if you bite and ask them one simple question, it leads into a story where eventually they're going to ask me for money. I can tell. And I don't like it. So you gave it to him? <laughs> you yes. gave it to him to shut up. So you yep. sent Mel a grand? I did, man. She's having a tough day. Give me a, give her a break. Her <laughs> flight's not on time. Yeah, oh shit. Know. I got to jump on a call. Sorry. <laughs> I got to give some love to our friends at DoorDash. Promo code RealLifeDD gets you 25% off and no delivery fees on your first order. Combine it with Oodle Noodle and it makes for a delicious combination that shows up right to your door. Shout out to DoorDash. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Mm-hmm. See you, Jay. There goes Jay. Bye, Jay. Hope, hope that Did salad Jay was good. start this podcast eating a salad on the air and end this podcast leaving? Yeah, yep. and then he didn't close the door when he left. I so don't, I don't know how to feel about the fact that 
he seems to coincide lunch break with <laughs> on Monday and Thursday with the podcast taping. It's like yeah, this is the pot, like Christ. Charles, I are mean, Charles, are we gonna start God getting no you listening to this shit? Or I'd be horrified. Charles, are you are we gonna start getting you back in studio for the playoff episodes? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, for playoffs for sure. This week I'm I like Thursday as of right now. I am in the city on Thursday, and I would like to jump in. I'm getting I'm getting to. Uh, an area where I can get my head above water and breathe right now at Good. work. And so I'd like, and so no, the goal is, is during the playoffs, I will be in studio. I, I will be there. We're also going to ask to uh, invite you on the new podcast. Tyler and I are launching on Wednesday and we're launching a new pod. Sounds good. What's, What's that? It called? It's all betting. It's all betting Chalmers. That's all we're talking about. I 30 minutes of straight betting. Wait, I cannot wait. Give me some What's prep stuff. Give me some uh, BLT bets. Ooh, bacon, lettuce, tomato. Uh, bag milk, Liam and Tyler. Oh. We were, uh, Liam's oh. initial idea was calling it the BLT sandwich. And actually, this was born out of just a very random conversation. We were just watching a Jays game here in the office and just talking about what we were betting on. So we said we might as well record it for our friends at Points Bet Canada. Mm-hmm. And then talk a little betting. Can I get in on this with my still as unannounced startup i bought yeah i was i was gonna say me and you will have a conversation about this yeah we've already we've already looped you in one yeah we've we've talked about that's cool that's cool chalmers i'm in the space i'm in the gaming gambling space in my own way not a boy i'm gonna learn how to bet like you i'm not gonna learn how to do everything like you learned but i did purchase (laughs) an artificial intelligence sports picking company legit Mm -hmm. called sports picks yeah called (laughs) what dot ai okay (laughs) <laughs> they two data scientists, one from Miami, one from Colorado, built it in 2018 and 2019 and launched it. And they just keep working on it and working on it. And they walk me through how the product works at great length. And I really think that they've built something really awesome. Is this an up and running product right now? Does it have, does yeah, it have statistics as to how it yes. does? Yes. Oh my God. Okay. It works. And I can, I can speak to it to an extent, but I'll have to get all my talking points right before I embarrass myself. But um, yeah, it works significantly better. It doesn't pick every single game. Yeah, It takes all the games and all the sports leagues every day and pulls in an insane amount of data. Like not only data of like what's going to affect the game, past team performance, past player performance, but there's also publicly available gambling, like the line of how much money is being bet on the other sides. And they pull in all this data and then they give the best four picks a day to their subscribers. And they've been doing it for four years and it works really well. But I love nerds making this stuff easier for me. Well, and this I don't want to like, pick these games with my heart and my gut anymore. There's college, man. We do. We're going to be doing soccer right and, away. Like we're going to look at millions of pieces of data every day. So you don't have to think. So you can sit on your couch and make smarter bets. I and the people who use this love it. So what I was going to, I had an interesting debate about this the other day when I was talking to some people about the idea of an AI generated thing. And one of the counter arguments, like sports picks. yeah, that, well, I was talking to people about sports picks. Yes. I was running this dot AI dot AI. Yes. And <laughs> their thing was, why would I like that takes the fun out of it? They were like, I want to oh make my, my own picks. And the other angle of that, which I presented was it doesn't at all. Like the reason I bet is because one, obviously there's a little bit of a rush in it for me. And two, it keeps me invested in games that maybe I wouldn't be invested in. It gives it, you know, gives me more of a reason to watch a Thursday night football game than not. And if sure. this is going to is be a way, I want money. If you if want you're, to bet for fun, 
if you want to bet for fun, like I bet my one bet every year and I usually involve your M check. And I don't remember if we did it this year, I bet on the Oilers to win the cup. Unfortunately, they haven't lately, but you're more than welcome. If you want to win money in the long run, technology can help you. Some Mm -hmm. technology can, right. And in doing the due diligence to buy this company, like there's a lot of scammy shit out there. There's a lot of really dubious products out there like this with like spelling errors and the websites and shit where you're like, if you can't even code up a website correctly, how are you correctly predicting things? Whereas these guys are ultra professional data scientists. And I nerded them into the ground for like 90 minutes on a zoom about the science behind their shit. It's real. It can't predict every game, but it can certainly predict four games a day to give you a distinct advantage over how you will do as a brain in betting in the long run. And, and that's See, what that's I was, like, why wouldn't you pay for that? And that's what I was getting at was like, if I'm going to be betting, if I'm sitting on a Sunday and I'm like, Hey, I want to bet on three things. I would rather pay the service who gives me a better chance of being right than just picking them randomly for the sake of doing it. And I think that's a way where even if you're someone who's a fun better versus someone who maybe tries to, to be a sharp and try to dig in and, and make money in the long term off it, that's where something like an AI generated thing could, could make sense. Or, or, going, or getting see your expertise from Vegas Dave, who just picks 50%, picks one side for half of his people and the other side for the other half. So they keep paying That's for his say, the other type of the other type of service out there is people who are relying on their dubious insider information for bets. Mm-hmm. And these people have been around for a long time. Remember on Simpsons, the lock of the week and that type of shit? Mm-hmm. Why not let actual science and actual machine learning do this and give you an advantage? I think it's fine. I think it's great. Bought the damn company. It's just another way that AI is going to take over our lives. Am I right, Bagmo? That's right. And I can see you, Chalmers, in your brain. You're like, fucking one. Yeah, you never bet on anything. You never fucking play along. And you're going to lose 20 years of betting on buying one (laughs) website that goes tits up. Maybe. That's not. That's not true. What I'm thinking maybe is maybe I am, or maybe you'll be like, God, Wanye, how are you so smart at betting? And I'll be like, Oh, because <laughs> computers are doing it for me. That's where I'm thinking. Sportspick.ai would love to be a sponsor of your new betting show, Big Lettuce Tomato. Best, BLT best. bets. <laughs> and so I just want to quickly while we're talking about this, if because I know like someone like Genesis who listens to the show has been in my DMs a lot with like the intro beginner questions. Yeah. So send them in. Yep whether it's to myself or bag milk or Liam, probably um, Liam. Don't send them to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can be a, you can DM them or email them to me, Tyler at Oilers. Um, and, and that'll be a part of it too, is like, we're, we're not on this podcast going to be the people who are like, wow, ah, we're going to win you money. We're going to no. we're three guys who enjoy betting on sports who like having, you got a segment AI. idea. Just, you know, we'll workshop a title because I don't have one where it's just, you know, we talk, we, we confess our little, uh, some lost porn sometimes, you know? So send us your beginner right, questions boys, too, because another segment. This. All right. What if, what if I give you all subscriptions to sportspicks.ai retail USD price, $1,000 for a year. Mm. Can I be your non betting partner uh, advertiser? Probably. I don't know the rules on this, but I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I don't know the rules either, <laughs> but I don't think there would be rules against it. <laughs> And if a better artificial I didn't even know there were rules on this, so yes. Well, I'm we're in. publicly traded, Charles. We can't be doing contra deals. You'll note I'm talking tough because Jay's not here, our compliance officer. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the minute HR left the room, listen to all this shit. The AI turned on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll sneak around in the background. Don't you worry about nothing. Anyway, at the point of the conversation, Chalmers, we'd love to have you on our new podcast. Launching I'd love to be Wednesday. on it. Can you say your name is sportspicks.ai? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> then it's a workaround. We call that. Mm-hmm. My name is Chris. Ta- my name is Cowboy Chris, presented by SportsPix.ai. And talking to robot boys. Hello. I'm not sure. I know how. Oh, I do. You should bet on Ohio State. <laughs> That's just a nerd voice. <laughs> uh, I like it. You should bet on Ohio State to defeat some other American team. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. They're just numbers to you. Worth a grand. You know who we might get to do endorsements, Chalmers? The other fun thing about this company is, you know, Cameo, right? Yes. So there's Cameo for Business. And Cameo for Business is get random celebrities. They know they're making ads for your company. And that's like you pay a higher price, right? Right, right. Skip Bayless, who you know, and I don't. I hate Skip Bayless so much. $4,800 US. He'll endorse your assassin agency. He'll endorse anything. Brett Favre, 12,900 US. He'll endorse it. I'm going to get me some of these celebrity endorsers to say sports picks is a good one. The problem is I don't know who anyone is. Rosenthal? Is that a guy? Hey, Ken Rosenthal? Ken, Ken Rosenthal from baseball? I think we might work with him. Wow. All right. Wow. Don't do He's Matthew Barnaby all because... These Fox, all these Fox announcements Matthew and shit, Barnaby. they're all on... Cameo. He's retired. Matthew Barnaby hasn't retired, but he's got a lot to oh do in God. retirement. What yeah. is this ad about? I saw you tweeting about it, Charles. I'm the it's only other so person bad. I know. Yeah. In retirement, there are no days off. I don't think you know what retirement is, Matthew Barnaby. <laughs> no, he in says retirement. His, you have all days off. I'm pretty sure his exact quote is: "In retirement, there's no days off." That's why I bet with Bet 99 because in retirement, <laughs> and then he says, "I still want to be in the action," and you're like, uh, "You just said you weren't retired, but in retirement." I don't get it. I'm confused. My God. It's a Chinese finger trap of logic. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. All right. We're going to One time when I was 14 years old, I met Matthew Barnaby <laughs> in an elevator and I shook yeah. his hand and it was very weak and clammy. So just keep that in mind when you watch him endorse stuff. Weak handshake to a 14 year old. Noted. All right. Well, we'll be back on Thursday. Who is the ultimate oh, football <laughs> announcer that is he's respectable? Chalmers? The, uh, the if I was looking John for an Rudin. endorser, just kidding. Um, no, no. Who are no. the who are the like who are the well respected non kooks in NFL announcing? Chris Collinsworth, Joe Buck, Chris, Joe Buck, Joe Buck, Chris Collinsworth, okay. Al Michaels, Jim Nance. None of those guys like Nance and them are not on there. That that they got that legacy. Money. Brent, go, like Brent, Brent Musburger. Weirdos. Go to Brent Musburger. Actually, if you don't use Brent Musburger, left CBC, I think, or CBS, I mean. As and he's a he's a legend to do uh, commentary for a Vegas team just so that he could be in the sports betting world before it was a thing. Interesting. Yeah, love him. All right, I gotta go. Yep, I'm gonna wrap this thing up now. <laughs> Promotions all around. Doing work. Episode three seventy three of the Real Life Podcast. Shout out to the HGA Group, DoorDash, and Oodle Noodle, and our friends at Points Bet Canada live in Ontario. We're also doing a bracket challenge with them, so hit up our Come socials. Come beat me. Come beat Bag Milk. We got prizes for Ontario and non-Ontario residents. So there are plenty of reasons to get involved. Head over. We'll post some links on our uh, podcast socials as well. It's a great little bracket challenge with Points Bet Canada. Enjoy your week. We'll talk on Thursday. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.